man. Bless you. Can I have the young guys stand up, please? Uh, Andrew, whose name just temporarily went out of my mind but came back in again. I think we got Luke. Where's Garth? Is he? Yeah. You know, I, I, these guys are representative because I know there's a lot more, but see, I only know these three names, so I'm going to go with those ones. But when I was, when I was, uh, when I was driving down this morning, uh, God dropped a, a familiar passage into my heart, and it's Psalm 45, verse 16, out of the New King James Version. It says, Instead of the fathers shall be the sons, and you will make them princes in the land. Instead of the fathers should be the sons, and you will make them princes in the land. And I, and guys, you can sit back down again now. I'm not going to prophesy over you, but I want to, I want to commend you as a church. I want to commend your pastors, Phil and Julie, for what they're doing here in this place because they are honouring that word. I mean, we travel a bit and we get around and see churches in, in different places and different nations. And often we see the pastors hanging on to their pulpit, you know, like seriously get away, you know, with a gun and don't come near it, it belongs to me. And it's so contradictory to the word of God, which says, instead of the fathers shall be the sons. See, God is always moving to the next generation. And, and more than just recognizing the next generation, I see Phil and Julie uh, doing what the Bible says. And he says, making them princes in the land, giving them authority, giving them a place. And I want to just commend you as a church, and I want to commend them for that. I want you to know we were running late tonight because Anne had a jury function on, but I want you to know that we came prayed up. Amen? Father, in Jesus' name, let it be green. Let it be green. Let it be green. God, let there be no policemen. Come on. Jesus, help us. Praying all the way down. No police. You know, it, beyond is more than just an offering. You know that, don't you? See, in fact, if, if it's only an offering, you'll never do it. If it's just an offering, you'll never do it. You know that scripture that Andrew read out tonight, right at the end, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. Do you know the context of that scripture? See, we often quote it. We say, and my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And we quote it. But I wonder if we know the context of that scripture. Paul's writing to the Philippian church and he's saying to them, nobody else stood with me but you guys. When I went to Thessalonica, you guys more than once sent me a missions offering. And because of your faithfulness in, in supporting the work of missions in the world, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. The context of that scripture is in missions giving. I don't know if you ever knew that. See, God wants us to go beyond in more ways than just an offering. Paul says, Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond. The, the one we serve is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond He's able to do. When we think about that scripture, we begin to break it down into his part and our part. His part is, number one, he's able. He's able in every way. Everything that we can imagine, everything that we need, he is able to provide that for us. He's able to do. It's not just an ability to think, but he can make it happen. That's one of the things I love about God. 
He doesn't just tell me what to do. But with the telling comes the capacity, the power, the anointing to get the job done. See, he's he's not just able, but he's able to do. And more than that, he's able to do exceeding abundantly. See, he doesn't just exceed by a step. You know, he doesn't just make it on time. He doesn't just cut it fine. It says he's able to do exceeding abundantly. If you want to think about what that's like, imagine a gnat. I don't know how tall a gnat is, but I'm I'm imagining it's not very tall. And Mount Everest. That's exceeding abundantly. The difference, the difference between a gnat and Mount Everest does not adequately do justice to his exceeding abundantly. He's able to do exceeding abundantly. And then it comes to our part. Above all we could ask or imagine. See, now we're starting to get into our part of beyond. Our part of beyond is to begin to dream, begin to give ourselves to that kind of lifestyle. I, uh, this, see, this is not my message. I was going to preach another message, but I showed Pastor Phil the Bible my daughter gave me this morning. I said, sweetie, my Bible's down at the other, uh, the other Central Coast Church, and we, we didn't have enough luggage uh, weight, Pastor Phil, to bring, bring one from home, so I had to get the one that I'll get next week when I go down there. I said, have you got a Bible? And she said, yes, she gave me this Bible. I don't know if you can see this text. I can't read this text up close. So I thought, I can't preach out of it. I'll have to go from something I remember in my brain. (laughs) I was going to preach a whole different message. It's written on the petrol docket from this morning. But I'm not preaching that one this morning. See, Jesus opened up a new and living way for us to walk in. And it's exceeding abundantly beyond. It's a different kind of lifestyle. It's not, you can't do exceeding abundantly beyond with religion. It won't work. It, it just won't work. You know, when, uh, when we used to do missions offering back at home in the church where we pastored, we called it a faith promise gift. And what, this is what we said. Don't ask God what you can afford. Ask God what he can do through you. Because it's exceeding abundantly beyond. It's going into that level of supernatural living. And you say, well, I don't know if I can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Anybody here a new creation? Anyone? Do we have any new creations in the house? I hope so. Because Paul says to the Galatians, it's not about he who wills or he who runs. It's about God who has mercy. It's about the new creation. See, it's the new creation. If any man be in Christ Jesus. Tonight, anyone in Christ Jesus? Can I see some hands? Because I want to know who I'm talking to tonight. The Bible says if you are in Christ Jesus, you are already a new creation. You already have within you the capacity to go exceedingly beyond. Exceedingly beyond. It, It becomes a mindset. It becomes a new way of looking. I was sitting in the meeting this morning and I was listening to Pat preach and I was loving it. And, and I, this scripture came to my mind. You know, the, 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 the Great Commission, but not the one in Matthew, the one in Mark. In Mark 16, 15, I think it is, or it might be the other way around. It's, num- it's all numbers, you know. Uh, it's, it, it's the other way around in the dyslexic Bible. But 
it says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel, Pastor Phil. Do you remember growing up in church? Where did they tell you not to go? Oh, well, you were lucky. Anyone here grow up in church? And, and where did they tell you not to have anything to do with? The world. They made you scared of the world. You, you'd be in there with the, with the curtains drawn, the blinds down, shivering in your boots, frightened of the world. But Jesus wasn't frightened because he knew the exceeding abundantly beyond. We serve an exceeding abundantly beyond kind of God. The kind of God that didn't stay in heaven when there was work that needed to be done. The kind of God who committed everything into his son. The Bible says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Listen to it. No longer, no longer holding man's sin against him. If there was ever a message that we could take to this lost world, it's that message right there. Folks, God no longer holds your sin against you. This is good news. See, and some of us, the reason why we don't move into that exceeding abundantly beyond kind of lifestyle is we still live in the past covenant. Phil, we still live as though God is holding something against us. And we've got to try and satisfy Him. We've got to try and do our best for Him to like us. And if He can like us enough, He'll release that, that super abundance to us if He likes us enough. Can you see that that's Old Testament? That's, that's the law? That's living up to something? But the Bible says, no, we're a new creation. Jesus Christ has already satisfied everything that we need. And so he's just given us a slight... It's like he just gave it all to us. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's how we used to say grace back in the old days. God's riches at Christ's expense. It's like... One of the things I love about my friend Pastor John and John Scott, and he's a good friend, I know a good friend of Pastor Phil's, is when John comes to Thailand... I don't pay for anything. We go out for dinner, he pays. Everything, well, he's there and another friend of ours from Brisbane, when they come, they pay for everything. And Anne and I, we just, we just go free. It's like that rain coming down. It's just abundant. Jesus gives it to us and we go free. I want to challenge you tonight that God is looking for a generation of people, a group of people, who are wanting, willing and wanting to go beyond more than just an offering and begin to live beyond. Who can you live beyond with tonight? Who can you go beyond with? What family? We heard Pastor Pat talk this morning about uh, Frank. Was it Frank? The guy he met in the forest? He was prepared to go beyond what was expected of him. To see a man saved. Let's bow our heads tonight. Ask the Holy Spirit to come. Some of you tonight, I know. I know some of you are going, man, that's not the, that's not the life, the Christian life that I'm used to. And, and I understand that. On some days, it's not the Christian life I'm used to. And I've got to remind myself that the God I serve is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that I could ever ask or imagine. Father, tonight, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would draw near. I love your presence tonight, Lord. I love the presence that I walked into tonight. God, I know that this house is a house that loves your appearing.
Every time you show up, they just love it. But Holy Spirit, I ask you to come tonight and do a special work. God, would you move upon the hearts of those that want to go beyond and are not sure how to do it. Tonight, if that's you, I'm not going to ask you to stick your hand up or stand up or do anything other than just reach your heart out to the Holy Spirit tonight and say, Holy Spirit, help me. I want to go beyond. I want to be part of that generation. I want to be part of that people that touch this world for Christ, that leave a difference. As Pastor Pat said today, that don't go to their grave with, he did nothing written on it. Come Holy Spirit, come help us tonight. Just before that scripture that I I quoted tonight about going exceeding abundantly beyond, the Bible says that uh, Paul prays, he says, I pray that you would be strengthened in your inner man with power from the Holy Spirit. Why don't you stretch your hand out to him tonight? We're going to close with this. I'm going to hand back to Pastor Phil. But right where you're sitting, stretch out your hand and say, Holy Spirit, strengthen me in the inner man to go beyond to live beyond, to be part of that new creation, oh God, to to walk in that new and living way that you've created. Lord, even to be able to go like we were tonight in a greater dimension beyond the veil right into your presence, to live in that place. To, To allow God. Just look at me for a second, folks. Sometimes we, we get confused with the music and the lights and the song. And we call it the presence of God. And it's not. You know, because, because it, if it were, how could we ever find the presence of God at home? We'd have to get the lights right, the music right. What about when we're on the bus and, and, we, and, we, and a burden comes on us? What do we do? We've got to stop the bus, play some music, turn the lights on? Get the, you know... Have the girl run around, at least run around with the organ, following us? No. No. I know she would. But we've got to understand that that beyond is just a faith step away into his presence. And it's like, God, here I am again. You know, I'm empty, I'm naked, I'm poor, and I'm wretched apart from you. But I do know one thing, Lord, in your Son, I am an heir to the throne and I'm here in front of the throne again God and I'm asking you for what I need to go beyond today to go beyond in this situation Lord where I am working right now I need to go beyond Lord in that situation with my neighbour Lord I need to go beyond Father in the conflict I'm having with my parents Lord I need to go beyond God in the turmoil that's in my heart tonight Lord I need to go beyond and make a breakthrough Holy Spirit would you come right now Just move upon lives and hearts. Those that are hungry, those that are calling out to you, saying, Lord, I want your presence to go beyond. God, would you come? And would you meet them at their point of need? In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right there, right there in his presence, the Bible says, right there in the throne, we're able to find grace, mercy, because God knows we need it from time to time because we are capable of sinning. And we're also able to find grace to help in the time of need. That ability to go beyond.